Saturday morning. Welcome to the Joy of Gardening by Estabrooks. I'm Tom Estabrook, your host. And another dreary Saturday morning that's going to clear off to just a beautiful day. Looks like a very volatile forecast for the whole week. Showers, sun, heat, humidity, you know, just a perfect storm for all of our plants. So this week's going to be really important that we plan. We plan to attend to our plants. We've had, boy, some heavy rain in the last 24 hours. Plants have really kind of gotten beat up. Uh, It's important that we get some uh, extra staking on some of those tall plants today. Important we look at our fertilization on our containers and our hanging baskets. Uh, I know the plants are just looking wonderful in the garden center, and I took a little time the end of yesterday and this morning before I came into the radio show and just took a little walk around. Such a peaceful time in the garden center when there's no one there. You know, it's just kind of tranquil, and the irrigation heads were you know, the sprinklers were going off, and it's just a real quiet time. The birds were just starting to chirp. And I looked at a few different plants, and one that really struck me was Nyssa sylvatica wildfire, a tree that most people don't use, but a brilliant tree, absolutely one that's getting its second flush of growth, and it's got this beautiful red um, new growth all over it check it out. It's a really cool, cool plant. We have it available in our Yarmouth store only, uh, but if you get a chance, go online and look for Nyssa Wildfire. It's a it's a great, great plant. The tree lilacs are still in bloom. Uh, they're looking phenomenal. We have four of them that uh, are in bloom on our entrance to our parking lot, and they just were amazing. And the blue hydrangeas just looked absolutely fabulous in the yard. I know out in your yard they're not showing color really yet, but I will say they look amazing in the yard. And then the perennials. We we could go on and on and on about perennials, but some of the highlights were the yarrows, the daisies or leucanthemum, the nepeter were absolutely stunning. Daylilies, Stephanie returns daylily. I would recommend it to everyone. There's just an amazing flower set on them, and it's a nice rebloomer like Happy Returns or Stelladoro. And the foxglove look wonderful right now. Delphiniums, Coreopsis, the sedums are starting to show buds. Just amazing, amazing, amazing looking plants right now. And wanted to make sure that uh, everybody knows we are streaming live we're streaming live at WLOBradio.com, so if you can't hear us, you can pick up the podcast there uh, or pick it up on our website at estabrooksonline.com backslash radio. Uh, you, if you have a question, don't hesitate to call in 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. We are doing a $100 gift certificate giveaway, and it ends next Saturday, the 7th, I believe it is. I believe it's the 7th, if my math is correct. 6th. Oh, oh, Debbie says the 6th. So it's the 6th. Uh, will be our last day to enter in. So all you have to do is call in, ask a question, and you're entering to win a $100 gift certificate for Estabrooks. But I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about how the week has gone because it's been kind of a volatile week, uh, to say the least, for us here in Yarmouth. 
we had a, a major explosion happen uh, in town this week, and you know I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about that because it affected a lot of people in our community, and you know I hope everybody is is putting picking up the pieces and putting things back together. Um, you know, wanted to say, you know, the explosion happened across from the Little League field where I played baseball as a child. It was less than a quarter of a mile away from where I worked for the last 25 or 30 years. We had um, insulation all over our greenhouses, plants, um, parking lot. We posted some pictures on our Facebook page. Uh, I'm sure all of you folks have had a chance to take a look at the aerial photos of the devastation and just wanted to, you know, make sure everybody was thinking and, and kind of has a moment of silence for the folks that, that, uh, the, the lovely gentleman that lost his life. And also for all those families affected, there's, there's multiple families between 10 and 14 homes that have been affected. Some have been condemned and have to be torn down. Uh, just a terrible, terrible situation in our community. So um, just wanted to kind of bring that to everyone's uh, attention and make sure that we're all thinking a little bit about that. It's been a little little bit since it's all happened, but um, it's still in my thoughts every day. But on a lighter note, it's getting to July. I know that's a tough thing to kind of think about. Where's the summer going? Spring is gone. Let's face it. We're in summer now. It's summer mode. Uh, the plants are looking wonderful, and it's time to start thinking about maybe, and I say maybe, doing something a little bit different other than gardening. I've got today off. It's my first true weekend day off in months and months and months. And what I wanted to say is, you know, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. And... I'm thinking I might go strawberry picking today. So it's coming up on the 4th of July. You know, that's basically the time when strawberries and peas and all of those lovely goodies start to come out of our gardens. I noticed uh, on uh, Snell's Family Farm's Facebook page, they uh, said that they had some peas available at the Portland Farmer's Market, I believe, this morning. And so the crops are starting to come in, and they're starting to come in great guns, you know. Uh, I noticed... uh, at the Yarmouth Farmers Market this week on Thursdays between uh, you know four and three and six I believe it is uh, they had beets they had all kinds of lovely things starting to come out of the gardens so I hope you're starting to be able to harvest out of your garden uh, but strawberries are something that I'm I'm thinking about doing today we're watching our my lovely godson Jack today so we're going to be taking some trips maybe we'll do a train ride if it's uh, if it's um, not as nice as we would like. But, uh, you know, the weather forecast looks pretty good. So the other thing that is going on is uh, at the Children's Museum, there is a wonderful event going on today, and it is called Green Thumbs and Green Toes. Okay? Kind of a cool, cool thing. It's basically description is gardening is great fun, and we sure could use some help help us care for our growing fruits, vegetables, and flowers. So they're help- they need some help in their garden, don't we all? Uh, together we can dig, plant, weed, and eat like farmers in the museum backyard garden space. It's free. It starts at 11, so it might be a good opportunity to 
check that out with the kids if the weather's not as nice as you would like. Otherwise, get out in your garden. Get out in your garden and enjoy things. Um, but I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the weather pattern we have because this is the perfect storm like I kind of alluded to at the beginning of the show. This week is the perfect, perfect time for all these blights, fungus, things to explode. I know we talked a little bit last week about being proactive, but I wanted to reiterate because this is the perfect time. So today, I don't want you to wait because today is the day. We have perfect humidity. We've got lovely fog out there this morning. And we're going to have heat and humidity periodically all week. So the sun is going to pop out. The humidity is going to rise. The plants are wet. It's the perfect condition for blight on your tomatoes. It's the perfect condition for powdery mildew and fungus and rot to all happen this week. So when the sun comes out this today, Saturday, okay, don't wait. Okay, now's the time to be proactive because we're going to have showers throughout the whole week. So if we get our fungicide down right now, it's a good thing. So what are we going to use? All right, so organically, okay, let's talk that first. Serenade is a great product, okay? It's a great organic fungicide. It's OMRI listed, works very well, but we need to be very proactive, Okay, you can't wait until you have a problem. It will not take care of that problem very well after you have it. So let's go ahead and get to serenade or copper sulfate might be a good one also. And we've talked a lot about neem oil. Well, neem oil has properties that will do everything from insects to fungicide to miticides. So that might be another good option. You might use a systemic like infuse or mancozeb. Okay for some of these things. Mancozeb works very well as a, as a systemic. Always follow the label on all of these products, but I just want to give you kind of some things that are that you might want to do. And then for your roses or your tough, you know, plants, maybe you've got some black spot that started. Rose RX is a great one. Uh it fungicide, insecticide, and miticide all in one. And then, you know, your fruit trees. You know, use an orchard spray or a fruit tree spray. Um, but we need to be proactive right now because it's the perfect storm, okay? Nice foggy mornings, breakout in sun, heat and humidity, followed by thunderstorms and rain. And so our plants are never truly going to dry out. And so we need to help them along through this tough stretch. It's going to be probably a good five-day stretch by the looks of things if we trust the weatherman or woman. I don't. I never do. They are. Uh, they typically have their job wrong 50% of the time, usually in our favor, which is nice. You know, they tend to err on the side of caution, which is nice. But let's be proactive. So really important this week, today, we get out. If you think you have problems going on, please come in and see us. See my staff in any of the three stores. Bring samples in. We've been having a lot of reports of problems on vegetables. You know, uh, a lot of yellowing leaves on tomatoes, spotting. So that tells me that things are starting to activate and really start to get going. The insects have been kind of at bay this week. 
not a lot going on, but with this perfect pattern of weather, get out there and take a look at things. I also wanted to kind of talk a little bit about, give me a call, okay? 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. And I want anybody that has a problem with impatience to call specifically. We have had very little feedback about downy mildew. I haven't heard of much of problems out there. So if you can, this morning, grab that cup of coffee, walk outside, and take a look at your impatience. Let me know how they look. Are they thriving? Where do you live? What's going on with them? Are they still blooming well? You know, is everything fine? Did we blow this whole thing out of proportion? I want to know because, you know, we were one of the big whistleblowers. You know, we were like, oh, don't do it. Don't do it. I haven't had a lot of people with problems. Now, that could be two things. We did our job and you planted something else. But I know we sold a bunch of impatience. So my question is, have you started to have problems? And I'd like to know because this is the perfect weather for it to start to happen. It's the perfect weather. You should start to see some leaf drop. You should start to see some curling of leaves and the new growth. Maybe they stop flowering and then the leaf drop turns to yellowing, blackened growth. And then all of a sudden you've got a bunch of twigs. So go out and take a look because... You know, I think it should be starting about now. And we should be starting to see things. We've had the perfect weather conditions. So if you have impatience, give me a call, 775-1310 and 877-393-8255. The last thing we're going to talk about is I keep warning you, 4th of July. 4th of July. 4th of July. Japanese beetles. Call me if you found any yet. I love to send out my Japanese beetle alert, be the first one, you know, first one to go ahead and uh, put that out on our website and e-news just to make sure people understand that they are out and they're starting to feed. But uh, give me a call, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more from the Joy of Gardening on News Talk WLOB. We know you have lots of choices when buying plants and garden supplies. But wouldn't you rather come to someone at your local garden center where you know us and we know you? Someone who knows Maine soil, Maine's climate, and knows what plants will thrive here. Someone who will make sure you find what you're looking for here or at one of our other independent garden centers. We support each other and work together to satisfy you. Wouldn't you rather come to your local garden center? We're the Independent Garden Centers of Maine at maineigc.com. Do you have planting insurance? You can with Biotone Starter Plus from Mespoma. It's the ultimate starter plant food, and you can use it for everything you plant. Just mix it in with the soil. It works like three products in one to guarantee your success, even in poor soils. The secret is a special blend of natural organic plant food, beneficial microbes, and mycorrhizal fungi. The result is that plants grow faster, roots grow deeper, and flowers and vegetables become more abundant. Maintain your plants with the Tones, a full line of organic plant foods including Holly Tone, Plant Tone, and Rose Tone. There's a tone for almost every tree, shrub, flower, or vegetable. Best of all, every Espoma product is safe for people, pets, and the environment. 
Look for Biotone Starter Plus at your local garden center and visit espoma.com slash videos for product info and valuable gardening tips. Espoma, a natural in the garden since 1929. Summer is here, and it's time to celebrate with cookouts, parties, and get-togethers. Estabrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, and Kennebunk is kicking off the season with a summer celebration event to help make your home look its very best. All trees, shrubs, roses, perennials, and ground covers are now 20% off through July 7th, so it's a great time to spruce up your yard before summer visitors arrive. Beautiful plants at a fraction of the price? Now that's something to celebrate. To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. Whether it's a grand gathering or just a few friends stopping by, Mainers love to open their homes to friends and family during the summer. Roll out the welcome mat by dressing up your home with containers overflowing with summer blooms from Estabrooks. Every hanging basket and patio pot is now on sale for just $20 a piece at Estabrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, and Kennebunk. Big or small, a single color or many. Choose your favorites and pay just $20 a piece. To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. Esther Brooks for the joy of gardening. Welcome back to the Joy of Gardening by Esther Brooks. I'm Tom Esterbrook, and this dreary Saturday morning, it's it's uh, nice and foggy out there this morning. The drive-in was uh, a little bit challenging at times. Uh, quite. Quite uh, the visibility was quite limited, but uh, a good day to get out in the garden. Um, I'm gonna have the day off today. Yes, I came in, did the radio show, and then I'm done. I'm done for the day. But what does that mean? Oh, that's right. The veggie garden is gonna get started today. That's right, folks. And we have a special 50% off veggies and herbs that started on Thursday. So, what does that mean? means I'm going to start to get going. How far I will get, that's a whole nother story. But I'm going to start prepping, okay? And it's not too late to start. It, you know, um, I'm getting a late start, but what does that mean? I'm going to try to start to get my containers done, and then this whole week I'm going to focus on trying to get a little bit done every day, okay? So I'm going to start to try to prep today, get my uh, my soil in order um, get the tall weeds mowed down, get the soil worked, and then over the week we'll get everything squared away. So look, it does happen. It does happen. We get we get busy. We get things going on. I haven't even planted my annual containers yet. I haven't put my hanging baskets up yet. I am well, well behind. It's been a very busy, busy season for us, and I thank you all for the business. It's nice to stay at work and, and keep things kind of rolling, but now it's time to take a little time and get my house in order. I know my wife is very happy about that that I'm taking today off, and we're going to enjoy a wonderful day together. But, uh, you know, i got to catch up on the weeds. i got to catch up on everything. So that's going to be fun. It's going to be an enjoyable day, and I hope uh, you understand that it's fine if you're behind. It's fine if you still have things to add to your garden. We've got wonderful specials going on and all kinds of things interactive at the Garden Center right now. Um, But I, I also want to say this is a great week to seed your lawn. So if you think about it, we're going to have heat and humidity. We're going to have nice, cool, foggy mornings, and we're going to have thunderstorms. So if you prepped 
or can get your loam down this weekend and get it seeded, it's a perfect week. You probably aren't going to have to water a ton. And the likelihood is the lawn will be up in five to seven days. Okay, so I've noticed a lot of people in the last week putting in lawns, a lot of contractors out there finishing up projects and hydro seeding happening and, you know, straw or hay being put down. Make sure and stay away from hay if you can. You know, we have a wonderful Lucerne Farms mulch straw that, you know, has been baked to kill all the weed seeds. The last thing you want to do is introduce weeds to your freshly fixed lawn. So use that product to make sure and cover it. Um, a great way to keep the birds kind of out of things. But this will be a great week if you can get it done. Uh, we certainly have plenty of room on our delivery board right now. If you need us to deliver, you can call us at the store in Yarmouth and order that stuff up. Or you can order it right on our website at estabrooksonline.com. All our bulk products are there. You can order them online. You have to order them by Friday at 3 o'clock online, though. We won't get them today. The orders will not be received until Monday. So if you need it this weekend, um, give us a call. You can give us a call right at the store at 846-4398. Mother Nature has been working quite nicely with us, okay? And the plants have been growing quite steadily, and we have all kinds of questions from folks. And... Y'all have been great at submitting them online. So you must either be listening to the podcast, which you can pick up at estabrooksonline.com backslash radio, or you're just chicken. I'm not sure which which it is. But um, we've been getting all kinds of submissions every single week, and it's great because, you know, it keeps the show flowing. And I have a question here from Justin in Yarmouth. And he says, I purchased a King Tut Cypress. Uh, the stems keep falling over, and I'm having a tough time keeping the plant upright in the pot. I've mixed it in the pot with a bunch of other annuals. Am I doing something wrong? Okay, Justin, very simple. King Tut is a wet, wet, wet lover. Okay, when the plant doesn't have enough water, the middle of the stem is actually filled with water. Okay, so when it dries out, the oldest growth, it will bend the stems right over and they will just fall over. A couple remedies you can do. You can cut some of the oldest stems out periodically. Um, cut them out when they fall over for sure, but maybe proactively cut a few out. And what that will do is put more water into the smaller stems and they will get grand like some of those older, bigger stems also. Um, or pick up your water. Now, my only concern is depending on what you planted in that container with them, whether it's going to take too much water. But my suggestion is pick up the water. They love it, okay? A lot of times that plant can go directly in a water pond. It can go in its own pot by itself. And, you know, a lot of times I recommend with that plant you put a... Um, a saucer underneath the pot and the plant sits in water all the time. I want to be cautious about that just because I'm not sure what else you planted in that container and I don't want those to fail because they're too wet. So pick up the water the best you can. If some of the other plants 
start to fail or not do well, then probably we need to we need to think about moving those out of that container or make a different choice next year. Um, I've had King Tut in in my uh, containers before, and usually by you know this time we're getting enough heat and humidity that the annuals are drawing a bunch of moisture away from the King Tut. And if your other annuals are wilting, then definitely the King Tut will be struggling a little bit. So go out, cut out some of those main stems that have toppled over. I don't think you've really done anything wrong. It sounds like the plant is doing quite well. It's just sometimes the older stems will topple over. And sometimes it can be this heavy rain or or it can also be just the weight of the stems. And if they dry out in the middle of the day when you're not around, you'll get that stem that will bend right over. So just come in later that evening and just snip them out. And that will push more growth and you'll get some larger stems. So just be proactive. I think it's going to be all just fine. So if you have a question, you know, you can submit it on our website, obviously, but you don't enter, enter to win in the $100 gift certificate giveaway. That's through the 6th of July. So we've had about 12 or 14 people who, that have entered as of right now, so your odds are really good. So if you need to, give us a call. If you have a question, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. And we have Sarah from Waldeboro. She also submitted a, a, a wonderful question. She purchased an orchid from us, and it's doing well. She's very happy with it, but wants to keep it that way. And so her question is, how often should I water and fertilize? And what conditions should I put the plant in to make sure it thrives the longest we possibly can? Okay, orchids. Um, fairly easy plant. That's usually not what most customers say, though. And the problem with orchids is we kill them with kindness. Okay. So, Sarah, I want you to kind of relax a little bit. And orchids don't like us to overwater them. It's the number one problem. The number two problem is not watering them enough. So there's a fine line. What I tell people is, number one, if you buy an orchid and it's in a ceramic pot, does the ceramic pot have a hole in it? If it doesn't, if it's got a plastic liner inside that pot, we always take and water that plant out of that ceramic pot. So we take the plastic liner and the plants out. We take it over to the sink. We take lukewarm water, kind of room temperature, and we fill up the sink. Okay? We dunk the plant into the water and we thoroughly saturate it. And then we set it and drain the water. Okay? And we let it sit there until it fully drains. That is a perfectly watered orchid. Okay, we thoroughly saturate the root system and then we're going to let it dry out. So every day, my suggestion is put it in a place that you can stick your finger in that nice foamy, you know, uh, oasis. Okay. And my suggestion is put it in a place you're going to see it every day where you're not going to, you know, you're not going to forget where it is or see it, you know. So put it close to the sink, put it close, maybe in the bathroom if you got good light, that every day you can just kind of stick your finger in there. Now, fertilization, as needed, okay? Not a lot when they're in bloom. We mostly fertilize a lot when they're out of bloom, 
but maybe once a month, every six weeks, <clears throat> we want to make sure we use a nice general fertilizer for orchids, specifically for orchids, because they are somewhat fickle about what type of fertilizer they have. So orchids don't kill them with kindness. Okay, I know you want to keep this looking great. The other thing is, in order to get an orchid to butt up again, we need cool temperatures. We need temperatures around 50 degrees. Okay, so the likelihood is your orchid is not going to stay in bloom all summer. Okay, it's not very likely because we need cool temperatures in order to get it to butt up again. So if it goes by, that's okay. Let's keep it happy. We may think about repotting it later on in the summer, going into fall. Be cautious about putting it out on the deck in hot, hot sun. Okay, we don't want to sunburn the leaves. So you can move it outside after, you know, it's done blooming. Um, And try to keep it as cool as possible. If you have um, an air-conditioned room, you might be able to trick it. You know, if you really like a cold room when you sleep, it might be a good way to get that plant to bud up. So turn up the AC a little bit. You know, stick it in the bedroom with you at night and then put it out on the windowsill in the morning. It's a little trick that I've tried and it does work, but we've got to get the temperatures cool enough. Uh, And then we want to get it back out into the nice, nice, perfect conditions. So, Sarah, I hope that helps out. Um, You know, it's orchids can be a little bit funny, you know, but don't kill them with kindness we're going to take a quick break we'll be back for more of the joy of gardening on news talk wlob regular old mulch leaving your plants wanting more casella's organics neutral mulch is a superior mulch for improving any landscape made in maine from aged native bark and earth life compost Its dark color and rich texture are ideal for perennials, ornamentals, trees, and shrubs. Earthlife Nutrimulch is nutrient-stabilized with compost so the bark doesn't compete with plants for nutrients. Visit CaselaOrganics.com or call 800-4-COMPOST for a source near you. Summer is here, and it's time to celebrate with cookouts, parties, and get-togethers. Astorbrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, and Kennebunk is kicking off the season with a summer celebration event to help make your home look its very best. All trees, shrubs, roses, perennials, and ground covers are now 20% off through July 7th. Beautiful plants at a fraction of the price? Now that's something to celebrate. To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. Summer is here, and it's time to celebrate with cookouts, parties, and get-togethers. Estabrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, and Kennebunk is kicking off the season with a summer celebration event to help make your home look its very best. All trees, shrubs, roses, perennials, and ground covers are now 20% off through July 7th, so it's a great time to spruce up your yard before summer visitors arrive. Beautiful plants at a fraction of the price? Now that's something to celebrate. To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. Whether it's a grand gathering or just a few friends stopping by, Mainers love to open their homes to friends and family during the summer. Roll out the welcome mat by dressing up your home with containers overflowing with summer blooms from Estabrooks. Every hanging basket and patio pot is now on sale for just $20 a piece at Estabrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, and Kennebunk. Big or small, a single color or many. Choose your favorites and pay just $20 a piece. To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. 
Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. Welcome back to the Joy of Gardening on News Talk WLOB. I'm Tom Estabrook, your host. And you can pick us up at 1310 a.m. every single day and streaming live on WLOBradio.com. And we've, we're on the web. You can see us. Hello. Hello. Uh, if you want to pick up the web stream, you can also see us here in the radio station. I don't look that great, so it's okay. You don't really need to, to watch. So um, it's early. I hope you have your coffee. Uh, I'm moved on to water at this point. I'm all caffeinated. Uh, if you have a question, don't hesitate to call 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. We have another question here from Candace from Gray, and she purchased a hanging basket from us, and in that hot weather, um, the basket has dried out, and uh, a lot of the blossoms have bladed off. She has a supertunia basket and uh, is concerned on how she can rebound that basket. Um you know, so how do I revive the basket again after it's dried out to a point where it's severely wilted? Common problem. We have folks all the time that have problems with their hanging baskets. And uh, a few weeks ago, we had done a little uh, thing on news ch- on News Channel Six with Cindy Williams. Uh, you can go to their website and and uh, you know use the keyword keyword your garden. <clears throat> If you, if you want a little video of how we kind of do this. So, hot weather. We're going to deal with it the rest of the summer. So, Candace, I suspect you bought this hanging basket early. Okay. And, you know, maybe you bought it around Mother's Day, early May. Now we're getting towards 4th of July. I want everybody to understand that hanging baskets are not meant to be perfect for the whole summer. They're just not. A lot of these baskets have been planted in January, February, and early March. So now they're going on two, three, four, five, six months in that nice little 10-inch hanging basket we sold you. It's very, very tough for you to keep them wet. It's very, very tough on these hot days to keep them happy. So what are we going to do? All right, a couple things, Candace. It's severely wilted. A lot of the blossoms are gone. It's probably not looking that great. There's two problems with hanging baskets. Number one, when they dry out that bad, the soil sucks away from the side of the pot. So you go to water and you put this nice hose or the watering can and you put the water in the top and all of a sudden out of that drain hole in the bottom, the water immediately comes through the bottom. That's a bad sign. Anytime you water your hanging basket, you should not have water coming out the bottom within seconds. That usually tells me that the hanging basket soil has shrunk. You have a quarter of an inch of space along the edge of the pot, and you're really not watering your plant. You watered your deck, or you watered the ground underneath the hanger that you have it, but you didn't get enough water into your plant. So there's a couple different remedies. At that point, we can say, okay, we're done with this basket. We can take the hanger off. We can pop it out of out of the hanger, and we can plant it in a nice big container or in the ground. 
Okay. It will give us wonderful show the rest of the summer, but it needs more soil. We can break that root system up a little bit so that it roots into the new soil and give it a little bit of fertilizer after about three or four days of clear water. Okay. I don't want to shock the plant right at the time when it's heavily wilted or heavily stressed. So we're not really asking for the plant to grow. We're not asking for it to flower the first few days. We're asking for it to just rebound. After that, we're going to heavily feed. We're going to feed, 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 feed. Okay? But we're going to kind of take a break. So if you want to revive this basket and try to save it in the hanging basket because you don't have a spot in the ground or you don't have a big container, we're going to take a lovely big container of any sorts that will hold water. Your bathtub or your sink could be an option also. We're going to fill that container with good water, and then we're going to actually set the whole hanging basket right in the water. What that's going to do is it's going to be, act like a sponge, and it's going to just expand that soil again. If you really have a problem it's really dry, you're going to notice when you set that pot in the water, the soil and the whole plant is just going to pop right out of the pot. That's a clear sign that it got way too dry. I want to make sure everybody understands, and this is a key, key, key thing. Hanging baskets that you buy early in the season are never going to last the whole summer. They don't last at my house. Like I talked earlier in the show, I haven't even put my hanging baskets up. Now, normally I do by now. And then normally I will come in and I will do a, a new basket sometime in July or August for my fall. But I also like to change out my color scheme throughout the year. So I might have softer colors during the spring months, and then I have hot colors, you know, for my summer and fall. So I kind of change my theme a little bit. But I think it's time for you to think about making a different option with that basket. So, Candace, I hope that helps. It's a really, really tough tough scenario you're in get that plant and get it saturated again obviously we've got heat and humidity coming again this week so really important that we go ahead and get that plant real hydrated and happy if you have a bigger pot probably pot it up that's your best option so candace i hope that helps if you have a question don't hesitate to call 775-1310 or 877-393-8255 all kinds of questions submitted on our website estabrooksonline.com uh, you can pick us up on wlobradio.com also or pick up our podcast at estabrooksonline.com backslash radio many of you have submitted many many questions you know you have to call in to enter a $100 gift certificate giveaway. That is going through June 6th. June 6th? No, July 6th. Oh, my gosh, where's the year going? But we have another question from Susan from Yarmouth, and her question is about her bird feeder. So we have a bird feeder, and the birds have stopped coming to it. I'm not sure what I've done or if I need to change something that I've done. The bird feeder has been cleaned periodically. I have changed seed, but that does, I don't think that is the problem. It's the same type of seed, just a different brand. I did cut down a large evergreen tree this spring that had some disease. 
could this be the problem? And how can I remedy this issue? Because I love watching my birds. So, Susan, the cutting down of the tree is the problem. Okay? Well, I say that in twofold. Number one, you change brand of seed. So if you had good success before with certain seed, there not all seed is created equal. Okay? High-quality bird seed does pay. It does pay huge dividends. Different seeds attract different birds. So it sounds like you haven't changed the type of seed, just the seed source. So I would maybe go back to your old brand. Not sure why you changed. Maybe the supplier didn't doesn't carry that brand anymore or whatnot. But, okay, you've got the feeder. You've got different seeds. So let's take that out of the equation. So put the old type of seed back in, and let's clean the feeder. You know, make sure there's nothing crazy that's going on. We've had a lot of rain. We've had a lot of humidity. Maybe there's something growing in that seed right now. So we could start by just cleaning it and putting the same seed back in. Maybe in the meantime, pick up a small bag of your old seed, maybe another feeder, see which ones they like best. The biggest thing, though, is you had this beautiful evergreen there, and what happens? The birds come in, they take the seed, and where do they go? They go back to that evergreen to eat. Okay, so what you've kind of taken out of the equation is the safety net of that evergreen tree or a haven for them to go back and feed. Most birds don't feed right at the feeder. They come in, they take their seed, and they go off and feed in another tree close by. That's why it's really nice because you get the birds coming in and out, in and out, and there's multiple birds feeding off the same feeder at the same time. Very important that we have that ecosystem to support the feeder. So can we move the feeder? Can we move the feeder closer to another evergreen that you have in the yard? that you still have good view of and you can watch the birds and all of that. So maybe that's another option you can try. Maybe the, the, I'm sure the birds are still around. I'm sure, you know, it, it probably hasn't been that long. So important to think about that. Maybe we need to plant another evergreen tree or something to give them that safety. But that's probably the biggest issue that you have going on. It's probably the biggest issue is the birds don't feel safe anymore. Okay, I'm sure the squirrels feel very safe. They'll eat just about anything. You know, hopefully, if that is the seed issue, give it to the squirrels. (laughs) Okay, so I hope, Candice, that helps. Oh, that wasn't Candice, that was Susan. Uh, I hope that helps, Susan. I think that's probably the issue um, is the evergreen tree. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back for more of the Joy of Gardening on News Talk WLOB. not know it, but most lawn fertilizers actually spread chemicals and pesticides across your entire lawn. Until now, that's been the history of lawn care products. It's also why Espoma has developed an affordable, all-natural lawn program that is safe for kids and pets. The program consists of four organic fertilizers that are specifically formulated to keep your lawn green. 
Each product lasts two and a half times longer than traditional chemical products, and they won't burn your lawn or leach away. You already know Espoma as a name you can trust. They've been making organic plant foods like Holly Tone and Plant Tone for over 84 years. Imagine a great-looking lawn that you're not afraid to walk barefoot on. It's a whole new day in lawn care. Look for Espoma organic lawn food products wherever quality lawn and garden products are sold. And visit Espoma.com videos to learn more about organic lawn care. Espoma, a natural in the garden since 1929. At Costa Maine Organic Products, we've known for a long time that plants love lobster just as much as people do. It's one of the reasons we started composting marine residuals back in 1996. And although we've had great success in getting gardeners and their plants hooked on lobster throughout New England, the Mid-Atlantic, and Midwest, the heart and soul of what we do is here in Maine. Plants love lobster because the calcium and chitin in the lobster shells break down in the composting process and become plant-ready food that help to make your plants strong and healthy. And of course, the plants don't use any butter, so they're even healthier. So support your local retailer and Maine's lobster industry by using Coast of Maine's Quaddy Lobster Compost in your garden. Coast of Maine, a lobster compost company. Approved for organic growers by the Maine Organic Farmers and Gardeners Association. Visit us at www.coastofmaine.com. Back to the Joy of Gardening by Estabrooks. I'm Tom Estabrook, your host. A little dreary morning. Gonna wrap up the first hour here. Come on, people, wake up. I know you're out there. 775-1310, 877-393-8255. If you have a question, give us a call. Enter in to win our $100 gift certificate. Um, been a very, very, very good week been very busy in the garden center things have been extremely crazy uh our sale is ending on the 7th okay so don't miss out if you've got some some uh things you're interested in buying trees shrubs perennials ground covers um now's the time to take advantage of that because it's getting close to being over annuals we just started a new annual promotion this week uh so you can save a little bit on those. We've got tropicals. The tropicals are 50% off. Some of the horticulture tropicals have not moved as well as we hoped. Uh, some of the elephant ears, uh, I would give them a try. At, at half price, you know, give them a try. I think you're going to really enjoy them. If you have some big pots or want to add a, a tropical accent in your garden, these big two-gallon plants, you know, they're, they're three to four feet tall right now. They've got beautiful veinations in the leaves. Um, you know, the alocasias and calocasias are, are something that, you know, I think we're going to use more of as we kind of go along. The small ones sold wonderfully. And so a lot of people have tried them. The larger ones have been a little slow, but I think now's the time to try them out. You know, get one and get a one or two in your garden, and I think you're going to really kind of like the accent that they give. If you have a big pot, it's a nice centerpiece. You know, uh, if you have an entryway type situation, it'll give you some nice height from limited money. Uh, so try one of those out. I think uh, I know I'm going to be putting some in my containers. Just to, I've used them in the past. Um, the other plant that I really like that we have right now are bananas. 
and we've got red bananas. Uh, and they're absolutely nice, big, dark red leaves, give you really big heights. They're probably about three feet tall right now. They'll get big. They'll get six feet tall. So, you know, for $12, you can put one of those in a big pot, a couple annuals around, and you've got a wonderful big old plant, you know, by the end of the summer. Enjoy it on your deck. It'll be a conversation piece. By the end of the summer, you might even get some little bananas going. Um, you're never going to eat them, but, you know, something interesting to use. You could always bring it in as a house plant also. But I'm going to try one of those on my deck this year too. Um, but let's kind of finish up. We were talking about uh, hanging baskets a little bit. Uh, and to wrap up the show here, I want to talk a little bit about hot loving hanging baskets because we're going into the summer months so we have a lot of customers that are right along the coast they're right along the beach they have a lot of wind uh, and you know it can be a little bit of a struggle for some of the hanging baskets so there's some heavy hitters here that I want to talk about scavola I know that's a weird word isn't it scavola or fan flower is a wonderful hanging basket comes in whites, blues, and pinks. It's also called whirlwind flower. Absolutely stunning. Now, when you come in in early spring, we always have them. But they're not very showy in early spring. They're a heat lover. And now they have come on and they're starting to show their unbelievable glory. Okay? Long draping branches with beautiful fan little shaped flowers check it out online at our website at estabrooksonline.com there's nice pictures there uh, or come into the garden center in Yarmouth our front awning is covered with them okay they absolutely look beautiful we have them in blue and white mixed we have them in a pink white and blue mix and then we have straight blue okay great for a nice hot dry location they take a fair amount of water and fertilizer, but they will handle being dried out periodically. So that's why I like them. The other thing is it's ironclad in the ground. It, you never deadhead this plant. Never. There's no picking. There's no mess. There's no dropping on the ground. It is just simply easy, okay? This is a plant that everyone should use. Put it in a big container. Put it along your walkways where it gets really hot, along the driveway if you have a, a garden that abuts your driveway. Put it along there. It will take the summer heat. Another plant that we never have until about now is portulaca. Portulaca hanging baskets, a succulent, you know, um, absolutely stunning plant for summer. But you never see them in our garden center except in four-inch pots early on. And the reason being is they're a heat-loving plant, okay? And so they don't look to look good until about now or later. We have some available at this point. We'll have more coming on as the summer goes on. Evolvulus. And I love the name of this variety. Blue My Mind. It is the most tranquil blue it's like the ocean blue. They're not quite ready yet. Okay, I'm kind of teasing you. I've got four-inch pots available, but the baskets are coming on with these warm, warm days. So look for Evolvulus 
coming on. It's a really cool plant. We've also got them mixed with lantana. Lantana is another summer loving. If you go to Florida, the tropics, you see them. There's shrubs everywhere. Lantana is something we don't really have in baskets until now or later. So we're constantly planning for the heat lovers for summer. If you buy them early in the spring, they don't do well. So why would we sell them to you? So that's why I'm telling you on your hanging baskets, it's a good thing to think about. It's a good thing to think about switching your baskets out at this point. Okay, now maybe your baskets still look great. It's fine. Keep going with them until we hit that point where you can't keep them wet anymore. We'll have baskets. We've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds planted up for summer sales. We've got more we just planted last week. So we're planning that you're going to have that aha moment. Okay, and it happens every single year for us. And the baskets are on sale. $20 for all our hanging baskets for summer because we don't have any heat invested in them. No oil. We didn't have to heat them because we grow them in the summer. So we can grow them outside, and it's absolutely fabulous. And don't forget your super tunias and your caliber coas. Standbys, you, brought them, you, you bought them in the spring, you can buy them in the summer. They're both heat lovers, low, low deadheading. You just have to be fertilizing. Remember that? We talk about time and time again on your containers. Fertilization is your biggest thing. We're going to talk more about hanging baskets and things that are coming on later in the second hour. It's amazing how the first hour just kind of disappears. But certainly, give us a call in the second hour, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. You can pick us up streaming live on News Talk on WLOBradio.com. It's another beautiful day here at the Joy of Gardening by Estabrooks. I'm Tom Estabrook, and welcome to the second hour. Been a good first hour. All kinds of questions came in on our website this week, uh, but we need you to call in. I'm lonely. 775-1310-877-393-8255. You could enter in to win our $100 gift certificate giveaway. We're giving a $100 gift certificate away, but you got to call in and ask a question. And uh, that goes through the 6th of July. Okay, so today and next Saturday. Then it's done. Then it's done. Then I'm taking a vacation. I'm going to just enjoy myself. And uh, But we're streaming live at WLOBradio.com. You can also catch our podcast at EsterbrooksOnline.com. Uh, we've had a whole bunch of questions, but right now we ended the first hour and we were talking about hanging baskets and, and how tough it is to keep them wet during the, the summer months and talking about some of the different choices, you know, and we talked about hot loving hanging baskets and scavola is one of them or fan flower, lantana, you know, that lovely tropical, 
uh, Evolvulus blew my mind, which is new this year. It's not quite available yet. But a few others that we should talk about. Ivy geraniums. Now, ivy geraniums have kind of fallen out of out of popularity because we have so many different choices. But they're a good old standby, and they do very well in the summer. And most of our production now of uh, ivy geraniums is geared more towards summer. If you came into the garden center during Mother's Day or, or Memorial Day, we had very few available. And the reason being is they do much better in the summer heat. And they grow much better in a a later crop cycle for us. You know, if we plant them early in February, we usually have a bunch of problems with them. So we've kind of pushed our crop back. We've got a lovely crop right now of ivy geraniums. And we primarily are doing the English type or the Belgian type, uh, you know, smaller flowers, not that big old-fashioned flower, but very vigorous bloom without really much of any deadheading. For any of you folks who are down in the Kennebunk area, we do all the ivy geranium hanging baskets for the town of Kennebunk that line all of their streets. So take a look at those. They're absolutely stunning every year. They kind of probably are hurting a little bit right now because of all of this rain. But when that sun comes out, the new blossoms pop out. And there'll be this beautiful ball of pink flowers and they just line their whole main street and many other areas in town with them they purchase over 300 350 hanging baskets from us and it's an absolutely fabulous you know show if there's one town if if you're a town official or someone out there that wants to think about beautifying your town and doing a better job of making your town look and attract more people to it I would say Kennebunk and Kennebunkport are doing the best job out of all the towns that I've seen in Maine. Their streets, they're investing in the way they look. And it really, really shows. And, you know, even at this time of year, they've got beds along their their main street that are planted with annuals and perennials and trees and shrubs and hanging baskets from the light posts and Everybody kind of takes ownership of that. And what does that do? It spirals because now all the businesses start to put containers on their steps and they put window boxes up and because they don't want to be the only business in town that doesn't look good. And so what happens? Everybody starts looking better and better and better. I applaud Kennebunk and Kennebunkport for doing all the work that they're doing. They do a fabulous job, and uh, it really, really shows. I wish more communities would put an emphasis on how they look. And uh, it's amazing to me that many communities will do a nice job of landscaping a new project, and then there's no maintenance to follow it up. There's no water. There's no care. Uh, You know, certainly it's always a bummer to me. To see a beautiful new project go in and three years down the road, all the plants starting to decline. But let's talk about hanging baskets because they do a wonderful job in Kennebunk. Uh, But I want to talk about, you know, if you have a sunny location and you have that situation that I have. I have a nice farmer's porch on my house. And if I don't turn my hanging baskets, the backside gets really, really leggy and doesn't look good. So here's my trick. Every time you water your hanging basket, turn it. 
Okay, so you're watering once or twice a day. Probably only need to turn it once a day. But I turn mine every single time I water it. So before I water it, I pick it up off the hook. I spin it 180 degrees. I set it back on the hook, and I water it. What does that do? That keeps the plant happy on all sides. Okay? It keeps the plant full and thick and blooming on all sides. I'm sure many of you have had problems, you know, where the backside kind of stops blooming, it doesn't thrive as well, and you think, oh, geez, maybe I need a shade plant or whatnot. As long as you get direct sunlight for four to six hours on a farmer's porch, that plant will sustain as a full sun plant. I consider full sun on a hanging basket four hours or more. Okay, a lot of people think, oh, geez, I got to use a shade basket, which can limit you with choices at times. But for that sunny location, that's four plus hours. You have so many combinations. I can't even tell you all about them. There are many, many mixed baskets that will work. So all the work is done for you. They're what we call quick combos. And we buy them and the cuttings are all mixed in the in the plant in the uh, liner and we plant three of those in so you have nine plants in a basket and they mix up nicely they've got different colors and textures but a huge array of choices to choose from and then you know your caliber koas or your super bells now the nice part about super bells they're one of my favorite baskets because again i am a big low maintenance person if the plant will do the work for me then why should I go ahead and do any extra work? So Caliber Co. are great because they mix nicely in these mixed basket, okay? Or Super Bells are another name for them. But the nice part, how you deadhead Super Bells, and every time I show this to a customer in the garden center, they go, oh, I'll take three. This is absolutely wonderful. You take the hanging basket down off the hook, and you lightly shake it from side to side. And what will happen? All those spent blossoms will fall off. That's it. That's deadheading 101 on superbells. Very simple. You don't have to do that, but after like a heavy rain like this, let the plant dry out. You'll notice there'll be some blossoms that have gone by. Do it on a when the plant is dry. It's important you do it when the plant is dry. When it's wet, after a nice rain, it's not going to work well. And you want to let just gently side to side, and you'll see all those blossoms fall off. Then we're going to fertilize, okay? Again, miracle Grow Bloom Booster, great thing, better than your regular old-fashioned miracle Grow, okay, for your hanging baskets and containers. I like it just because it, it does produce more blossom, and it's a little bit different formulation. Works well as a general all-purpose fertilizer for annuals. So super tunias. Now, petunias, for years, we've kind of just had this awful thought. And believe me, I've cleaned a million petunias in my life. Over my 25 or 30-year career so far, that was one of the first jobs my grandfather said, hey, go clean those petunias. That was my, you know, okay. You come back and you've got purple fingers and sticky hands and your whole arms are sticky it's like, ugh, petunias, ugh. No one wants petunias. Again, supertunias, no deadheading. No deadheading. Wonderful in the ground, 
wonderful in containers, absolutely fabulous in a hanging basket. Now, they like a lot of water and fertilizer. It is by far, by far, the heaviest feeder that I sell, okay? And when people say, oh, you fertilize your baskets every single time you water them? Yes, we do. We do at the garden center. They are on constant feed, okay? It's a light amount all the time, except for the supertunias. The supertunias take more feed than any other basket we, we sell, okay? So if you're not having good success with your petunias and you're having to manually pick them all the time, it's because you're not feeding enough, okay? I want you to use at least one scoop in a gallon of water, you know, of that miracle Grow Bloom Booster, okay? If the plant gets beat up like in this rain, okay, and a lot of the blossoms get beat up and are, you know, not coming back as quickly as you would like, we're going to do two scoops in a gallon. We're going to double the rate for a couple shots. They're extremely tolerant of quite heavy feet. So it's very important, but that is the key to success on petunias. And specifically supertunias. Now, we don't sell wave petunias. I know a lot of customers come in and they ask for them. Now, here's my take on wave petunias. They're grown from seed and not from cuttings or vegetative, okay? The difference really is that as the summer heat hits a wave petunia, and anybody who has wave petunias will attest to this, the center of the plant stops blooming. doesn't matter how much feed you give or what you do. All of your flowers will be on the tips of the basket or in the ground. And you'll have this nice green center of the plant. And because the breeding is the way it is, what happens is the center greens out. It doesn't brown out. It'll be nice green, dark green leaves, but you'll have this kind of bald spot in the middle. And that's why I don't like wave petunias. Yes, you can buy them. They're a little less expensive. But as a longevity plant that looks good all summer, I don't like that that dead center, that center that just doesn't have any color on it. And on a hanging basket, you have all these all these flowers down on the ends, but then you've got a green plant up on top. Now, how can you remedy that with a wave petunia? You can cut it back. You can prune it back, and that will promote more branching in the center of the plant, and it will fill out. But again, I like low maintenance, you know, and the, the folks at Proven Winners have done a really good job of making sure that all their varieties bloom in the center of that pot, okay? So that's the big thing on hanging baskets for me. Now, shade baskets, okay? We've got a million choices of shade baskets, right? Not really. We've got wonderful begonias and the begonias have gained in popularity time and time again impatience good old standby but we've got to worry about the downy mildew still haven't heard from anyone about downy mildew and whether they have it or think they have it if you need to give us a call 775-1310 or 877-393-8255 I'd love to hear about impatient problems out there or not if you're just Impatience are growing like crazy. I just want to know. I want to know, did we blow the whistle too early and everybody's having no problems and and everything's fine? 
Uh, we haven't had many people come in with problems with impatience, but I think we maybe switched them to some other things. Uh, they're not planting as many impatience. So begonias are a great option. We need to be cautious about overwatering on begonias. That's always the case. It's really important early in the season we don't overwater begonias. And then once we get to the summer months, it's important that we don't let them dry out too much. So it's a, it's a catch-22. Lobelia. Lobelia is a fabulous, fabulous plant. It's in many of the mixed containers for sun. So they will take everything from, you know, three to four hours up. Uh, Lobelia is more a shade lover. It is a water hog, okay? It really likes a lot of water. And in a hanging basket, you need to be cautious with Lobelia. If it dries out once or twice or three times, we're going to be in a situation where you got to change it out. Okay, you want to be cautious about lobelia, but there's nothing that gives you that beautiful color of whites, lavenders, and blues in that just beautiful ball shape. No real deadheading. If you have that spot where you can keep it moist, it will perform well all summer. If it starts not performing during the summer months, again, pop it in a bigger container. It needs more soil, and then it will thrive all summer long. Terenia or wishbone flower. Now this one is not one that that you see a ton, okay? Terenia is is something that we sell out very quickly early in the spring because we have people that love it and then we have a big summer crop, okay, that's just become available. Now Terenia is a wonderful plant because it comes in basically blues, whites, and purples. In hanging baskets, we typically do the blues and purples. We don't do the whites and pinks. We have the others in four-inch pots to do your little mixed containers and, and window boxes. But lovely trailing plant, uh, great flower, vivid color, but doesn't look like much early in the season. And a lot of times people ask for it early before it's even ready and will buy it quite small because they just want to get it. We have a great crop that's just come on. It's a great plant. It really thrives well in the heat. Again, with the shade plants, you want to be cautious about overwater and underwatering. But this plant is a little bit more tolerant. Okay, It can dry out quite a bit, and it will rebound. So it's a nice plant for a low-maintenance shade. And then fuchsia, the lovely fuchsia, the Mother's Day gift of all. Fuchsia's kind of fallen out of out of popularity in, in the last 10 years, uh, in partly because it drops a lot of blossoms on your deck. and But there's nothing like a fuchsia for hummingbirds. If you want hummingbirds, a fuchsia is the claim to fame. You can put those lovely little feeders out there. You can do all of those things, but fuchsia is where it's at. So if you want some hummingbirds fuchsia is a good option for you. We have a bunch of different varieties that are really nice. We only do a spring crop and then we're done. So hanging baskets, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back for more of the Joy Garden on News Talk WLOB. Summer is here, and it's time to celebrate with cookouts, parties, and get-togethers. Estabrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, and Kennebunk is kicking off the season with a summer celebration event to help make your home look its very best. All trees, shrubs, roses, perennials, and ground covers are now 20% off through July 7th. 
so it's a great time to spruce up your yard before summer visitors arrive. Beautiful plants at a fraction of the price? Now that's something to celebrate. To learn more, visit EsterBrooksOnline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. Whether it's a grand gathering or just a few friends stopping by, Mainers love to open their homes to friends and family during the summer. Roll out the welcome mat by dressing up your home with containers overflowing with summer blooms from Estabrooks. Every hanging basket and patio pot is now on sale for just $20 a piece at Estabrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, and Kennebunk. Big or small, a single color or many. Choose your favorites and pay just $20 a piece. To learn more, visit EsterBrooksOnline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. Do you have planting insurance? You can with Biotone Starter Plus from Maspoma. It's the ultimate starter plant food, and you can use it for everything you plant. Just mix it in with the soil. It works like three products in one to guarantee your success, even in poor soils. The secret is a special blend of natural organic plant food, beneficial microbes, and mycorrhizal fungi. The result is that plants grow faster, roots grow deeper, and flowers and vegetables become more abundant. Maintain your plants with the Tones, a full line of organic plant foods including Holly Tone, Plant Tone, and Rose Tone. There's a tone for almost every tree, shrub, flower, or vegetable. Best of all, every Espoma product is safe for people, pets, and the environment. Look for Biotone Starter Plus at your local garden center and visit espoma.com slash videos for product info and valuable gardening tips. Espoma, a natural in the garden since 1929. Regular old mulch leaving your plants wanting more? Casella's Organics Nutri-Mulch is a superior mulch for improving any landscape. Made in Maine from aged native bark and earth life compost, its dark color and rich texture are ideal for perennials, ornamentals, trees, and shrubs. Earthlife Nutrimulch is nutrient-stabilized with compost so the bark doesn't compete with plants for nutrients. Visit CaselaOrganics.com or call 800-4-COMPOST for a source near you. Back to the Joy of Gardening by Estabrooks. I'm Tom Estabrook, your host, and we're streaming live on WLOBradio.com. And you can pick up the podcast at estabrooksonline.com. But give us a call. Give us a call, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. We've had some uh, more questions submitted to our website, and... uh, this one's from Alice in Bath, and I thought this was an interesting um, question because when we were at trade shows this winter, I, I purchased a product specifically for this. So it was an interesting question because I have an answer. <laughs> and, uh, you know, bef- in the past we've had a little bit of problems. So uh, Alice purchased a cracked egg fountain. Now, I know cracked egg fountain sounds really weird, but it's a a really cool fountain. It's self-contained. It has a pump in the center, and the water flows over the side and kind of goes into these cracks in the side of it. So it's self-contained fountain, okay? And uh, they come in uh, three different sizes, and they're just a real inexpensive way to kind of put a water feature on your patio or on your deck, or all you need is power. So, you know, a lot of people put them on a nice little pedestal, put some plants around them on their deck and gets that nice little tranquil water sound. The other thing I like about them is they're great humidifiers in the winter. 
So, you know, a lot of these little fountains that you can use outside in your garden, you can also use them as a humidifier inside for you and your plants. So you get multiple uses. Uh, and, and I like that because, you're, you know, when you get a year-round situation, it's great. You know, because you don't have to store it away for the whole winter. You get to use it, and it's a benefit for your environment. And it's a very easy thing to do. So, cracked egg fountains, I would recommend you take a look at them. I'm not sure how many we have left in stock. I know we have a few in Yarmouth. But she purchased a cracked egg fountain, and the water now has started to leak out the bottom. Okay? And... This is a pretty common problem, and there's actually a notice on the fountain that they recommend you seal the fountain, okay, at a certain point. This is part of the issue with some of these self-contained fountains and whatnot, is that they do leak over time. So, I'm going to do a little as-seen-on-TV promo here. I know it's so it's just not right because the product we bought was one of those as seen on TV it's called mighty sealer okay and it comes in you know clear and white and black and you see Billy Banks or one of those guys up there and he's sealing you know a screen door and you know all these things and you're like oh man really you know and my wife is like a, a as-seen-on-TV person. She's like, oh, that's the greatest idea. We should get some. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not buying, you know. <laughs> so I bought a display, and my Aunt Tammy was, was there at the show. She goes, really? You think so? I'm like, yeah, I think so. You know, we've sold over half of the display already, okay? And it does, it does work quite well. But the reason we bought it was because we always had to recommend that customers go to a hardware store and try to figure something out. And so this was kind of my, my way to try to help with, with the cracked egg fountain. But I also was thinking, okay, well, if you want to take a nice ceramic pot and make it into a water feature and put a different fountain in it, you could use it for that also. So you could buy a nice glazed pot, you seal the inside, you plug the hole, you know, boom, done. Instant, inexpensive water feature. So Alice, Mighty Sealer, is your answer. We have it only in the Yarmouth store, I believe. But obviously, we can ship it to any of the stores, and I want to make sure people understand that. Now, Yarmouth is a much bigger store than our other two stores, and anything that is available that we can lift in Yarmouth is available to ship to the other stores for free. Now, when I say that, you know, if we've got a $400 huge Japanese maple in a great big box, if my staff can't lift it, we can't ship it. I don't want any back issues, no workman's comp claims, no issues on that end. So, but something like this, or if we don't have an insecticide or a fungicide or a, a perennial, or so always ask my staff because, and it goes for the same in Yarmouth. Sometimes we're sold out of items in Yarmouth, but we're not in the other stores. So always ask if you don't see something because they might be able to check with another store and get it shipped in for you for convenience. So with that being said, Mighty Sealer, as seen on TV, 
works for cracked egg fountains. Okay, I hope that helps, Alice. That's a, a great question. It's one that I'm happy to answer because I, I, I bought that product, and I hope to gosh it sells out. I also bought flip-flops, and I also bought necklaces <laughs> and scarves. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. I've got a feminine side to me, you know. I I'm 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 connecting with my inner goddess, I guess. Uh but the scarves have gone very well. Now, I want to talk about the flip-flops because I'm on the hook for these, folks. And I need to sell them. So, I need you guys to get into the Yarmouth store. They're great flip-flops. They're absolutely wonderful. The nice part is they've got a wonderful velcro decorative top to them. Now I know Velcro, but you can switch them out. So depending on your outfit, for all you stylish ladies out there, you can switch them out to your outfit to match your purse, all of that fun stuff. I thought it was a cool, cool thing. I even actually sent pictures to my wife and some of her friends like, oh, what do you think, you know? And they have been selling quite well. So just before they're sold out, I wanted to let everybody know they can get flip-flops at Estabrooks and Yarmouth. That are beautiful. <laughs> and I'm poking a little fun at myself also at the same time. But let's get a little bit serious. We'll get back to some questions. So, ticks. Let's talk a little bit about ticks because they're always a problem. We always want to be safe for our kids. And I wanted to talk about a product that we, that we have that I think is a really good thing just to have in the house. You know, because ticks live with us. They're going to be there all the time. You take a, a walk in the park, you go to the playground, you go to a neighbor's house, you go to a friend's house. They're everywhere. There's nothing we can do. doesn't matter how much we spray, doesn't how much product we put down. Our environment, they're going to be someplace. So I wanted to talk a little bit about a tick identification kit we have. Because to me, this is, this is uh, something that I... I think is underused, and it's a good thing to have in the house. And it's a Pro Tick Me kit, okay? And it's made by it's made by the folks at MainlyTicks.com, okay? And this is a wonderful company. It actually was one of my teachers in high school is is one of the owners, and uh, Bob Murray. And hopefully, sometime we can have him on on the show. Um, but wanted to talk a little bit about that because they, they treat tricks, ticks organically. And the nice part about this, this kit is it's got an ID and removal and, and also a submission kit. Okay, so you can remove it off. You can package it, submit it to your doctor to show them it. It has a nice little chart in it with tweezers and all the things you need to really be able to take that tick and identify it appropriately to see if it's a deer tick, which might have Lyme disease or it's some other type of tick. There's a million of them out there. Um, but I think it's a really cool thing to have in the house um, and one that you can pick up pretty much at all three of our stores. If we're sold out in one of them, then we typically have one in, in one of the other stores. They're quite inexpensive. It's not an expensive item. But what I would, I, I think it's something that we need to talk about. Now let's also talk about how do we get rid of ticks because there's some simple things that ticks really love. They love long grass. 
and they love moist locations. So those two things are, you know, wetlands and tall grass. We can't always get rid of wetlands. It's just not possible. We don't want to kill all the frogs off and all the other, you know, things that are going on in our in our environment. But if you have that wet spot in your yard, in your lawn, if you can fill that in, if you have moss in your lawn, pH also is important to ticks. The lower the pH, the more they like it. So typically that goes hand in hand. A wet spot, moss, you know, is a good place for ticks. So raise the pH, get rid of the water. That will be a huge help. Now, another thing that will work is diatomaceous earth. And we've talked a lot about that for slugs and snails and whatnot. The only thing about that is it kind of disappears after every rain. So you can use that as a general help if you feel like you have a bad area, maybe in a grassy wetland type situation, you might be able to use some of that, um, you know, but that's what I would recommend. And then pyrethrins. Pyrethrins, you know, would be the route I would go in many ways for ticks. It's lower on the on the toxic scale. Um, you know, it's, it's an easy thing to use. Uh, you can do it in a liquid or a granular spray, um, you know. It's just an easy way to go. Now, with that being said, I don't think you necessarily need to treat everywhere. Treat basically the areas where your kids are going to play or if you have a really bad infestation. The other thing is if you are going to have a professional come in and do a spray for mosquitoes, which is very common. We want to be careful about bird flu and all those types of things. You know, if you have your yard sprayed for um, for mosquitoes, talk to the, the contractor because you may want to talk to them about using a tick rate. And what that will do is take care of two birds with one stone, okay? And you typically get pretty good um, control for about four to six weeks. I had my yard sprayed last year um, by the wonderful experts at Bartlett Tree, and uh, we were having our wedding in our backyard, and man, it worked great. We had a really bad tick problem. We had a really bad, um, you know, uh, mosquito problem, and it, it pretty much eradicated for about a four-week to six week period we really saw the infestation go down it, and we really haven't had a lot of problems this year now the house we moved into had been vacant for two or three years so there hadn't been much done and the lawn had grown up quite a bit so i think most yards that are manicured and and taken care of you have less of a problem out in your lawn it's more in the sides of your area uh, but if you tend to purchase a new home and it has been maybe vacant for a little bit and the lawn maybe hasn't been mowed as as often and it hasn't been manicured, you may have the same problem I had. I had to do something. I'm not planning on doing a lot this year. I haven't seen the problem like I did last year. So I'm going to kind of monitor it and do kind of what I would call integrated pest management. Wait for wait for the problem to really get to a a a, pro, a, a, a a situation where you really feel like you need to do something. So wanted to talk a little bit about ticks because they are a big problem. We want to be careful about Lyme disease, but make sure to take a look at that Pro Tick for Me kit, okay? We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back for more of the, the joy of gardening on News Talk WLOB. 
You may not know it, but most lawn fertilizers actually spread chemicals and pesticides across your entire lawn. Until now, that's been the history of lawn care products. It's also why Espoma has developed an affordable, all-natural lawn program that is safe for kids and pets. The program consists of four organic fertilizers that are specifically formulated to keep your lawn green. Each product lasts two and a half times longer than traditional chemical products, and they won't burn your lawn or leach away. You already know Espoma as a name you can trust. They've been making organic plant foods like Holly Tone and Plant Tone for over 84 years. Imagine a great-looking lawn that you're not afraid to walk barefoot on. It's a whole new day in lawn care. Look for Espoma organic lawn food products wherever quality lawn and garden products are sold. And visit Espoma.com videos to learn more about organic lawn care. Espoma, a natural in the garden since 1929. At Costa Maine Organic Products, we've known for a long time that plants love lobster just as much as people do. It's one of the reasons we started composting marine residuals back in 1996. And although we've had great success in getting gardeners and their plants hooked on lobster throughout New England, the Mid-Atlantic, and Midwest, the heart and soul of what we do is here in Maine. Plants love lobster because the calcium and chitin in the lobster shells break down in the composting process and become plant-ready food that help to make your plants strong and healthy. And of course, the plants don't use any butter, so they're even healthier. So support your local retailer and Maine's lobster industry by using Coast of Maine's Quaddy Lobster Compost in your garden. Coast of Maine, a lobster compost company. Approved for organic growers by the Maine Organic Farmers and Gardeners Association. Visit us at www.coastofmaine.com. Welcome back to the Joy of Gardening by Estabrooks. I'm Tom Estabrook, and a little dreary Saturday morning here, but uh, sun's going to break through, going to be a good day. Weather conditions have kind of been back and forth this week, and obviously the fungus is starting to be among us. I wanted to let everybody know, if you have a question, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. We have Alan from Gorham. Alan, welcome to the show again. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Good morning. Good. With all this rain, do you sell canoes? <laughs> I don't, but L.O. Bean does. <laughs> hey, I was listening to my podcast. I can't believe how many shows you've had so far. Yeah. Time flies. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. It's been uh, it's been a good ride so far. We yeah, appreciate you calling in. That's great. I'm glad the listeners are calling. Question for you. I have a prairie fire crab apple mm-hmm. um, in full sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets plenty of water, obviously. Sure. <laughs> but it has little, little reddish orange mm. dots mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. leaves. That's cedar apple rust. I figured that, but yeah. you know, the resist. They said it was resistant, and this and that. And okay, so here's my spiel on resistant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's resistant. Doesn't mean it won't get it. Okay. Uh, you know, ha- do you have other junipers nearby? Not no, not okay. not my own. Okay, all right. You might just kind of poke your head into your neighbor's yard and see if you, there's other junipers in the area that have that orange gelatinous ball on them. Okay, okay. That is the alternate host. Okay, and it basically is. It, you have to have the two in order to have the disease. 
Um, the other thing with crab apples that I've found is, how old is the crab apple? Oh, it's it's pretty young. So. Okay. All right. All right. Couple um, years. Couple years. Okay. Um, is it just showing up this year, or has it been a problem in the past? No, it's just this year. Okay. Okay. So we've all, all we've obviously got an alternate host someplace. So let's take a look at any junipers you have in your yard, mm-hmm. and then there may be some you know wild junipers. You know, could be on a power line that might have it. Uh, you know, they they could be out in the wil- woodlands, uh, or you know, maybe from your neighbors. Anyways, mm-hmm. it's a tough problem to get rid of. Um, stress relief, I think, is the number one thing on it. Um, you know, water stress in the summer months. You know, it's going to look unsightly. It's not going to kill the plant. Next okay. year, I think, I think you know, it's limit the stress. Uh, you can call in a professional to kind of treat it. Uh, there are some things over the counter we can do that we can talk about, but it's it's a tough one, you know, and it's really hurt kind of crabapple sales and, you know, which varieties people are choosing because um, it is a, a kind of a bear to deal with. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, you know, and, it's, and because it's the prairie fire, which is very red in itself, absolutely, it's, it's not very noticeable. So no. I'm okay with that. So I'm just wondering if there's, if for the health of the plant, should I treat it or just let it go? I think for this year, let's just let it go. Okay. I don't think you're going to really have a lot of, you know, problems. I know you as a gardener, you know, you're very proactive in caring for your plants and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, in July and August, let's just go ahead and give it some help through the, the summer months. You know, once a week, give it a good drink. Um, I don't think you really need to do any extra fertilizer or anything. You're going to probably find a lot of the older leaves might drop during the summer months. Don't mm-hmm. be Don't be alarmed. Uh, that's somewhat common. Uh, we could go ahead and do some general fungicide like a copper sulfate just to kind of limit the fungal issue that might attack because you have cedar apple rust. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also will help kind of, you know, knock that back a bit. Uh, so that might not be a bad idea just as a preventative Typically what happens is with cedar apple rust, you also will get secondary problems. Because the plant is under attack, you may get some black spot, you may get some other powdery mildew, other things that will kind of start as a secondary. And that can be more of a stressor, you know, and and make the tree look even worse. So some preventative treatment might not be a bad idea. You know, certainly it looks like we're going to have a pretty volatile week with weather and kind of... uh, you know, a little bit tough on the plants. So, you know, that might not be a bad idea. So is it is it year to year? Or, I mean, like when the winter comes, it dies off, and then it's, in other words, it doesn't get worse and worse. It's just every year it gets a new... Um, well, it's it's tough. It depends on the plant. Okay. Um, it can be something that's reoccurring. So we will want to talk about other remedies, you know, in the future. But at this point, what I would do is kind of let's kind of, you know, humstrom along. Okay, um, you know, watch for the newest growth. You know, if that's continuing to get it throughout the summer, then let's talk a little bit more about how we want to aggressively see it. You know, treat this project. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, I think the copper sulfate will help. It will kind of knock a lot of it out, and then we may next spring just want to preventatively treat. You know, as we start to see you know leaves emerge. And, and just take a little more proactive role. So it's a, a spray? Yes. Copper sulfate? Yep. yep. Okay. My suggestion is, you know, it comes in a dust and a spray. You can mix the dust. 
my suggestion is buy buy the uh, the spray, the liquid, um, because it's so much easier to use and uh, the plant's not that big at this time. Um, and I think I like the formulation better. I think when you mix the dust, it really kind of tends to clog up sprayers. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Thank well, you. Thank really. you, Tom. Appreciate the phone call. Okay. All right. Take care. And uh, if you have a question, don't hesitate to call 775-1310-877-393-8255. And, uh, Alan, I think that's your third or fourth time calling. We appreciate your phone call. And, you know, I I got another question that came in. Uh, This is from John, and he's from Cape Elizabeth. And his question is, is it true the insecticide merit is toxic to bees? Can it be safely used on flowering trees and shrubs even though it lasts 12 months? Wow, that's a tough one. Do I want to go on record on this? Hmm. <laughs> um, John, it's a tough thing. Um, I'm not quite fully sure on the answer. Um, the one thing about merit or imiliclopid, okay, is it comes in many different formulations, Typically, Merit is sold as a granular, and it's used on the lawn. Now, we can talk about things in the past. In the past, we've had issues with diazinon and Dursban and all of these things. I think the key to using a lot of these products is to use them after they're done flowering. Okay? So if you have a crab apple and you have an insect problem on it, and you want to use Merit or or some other type of imiliclopid, using it just after it's done blossoming so that the bees are out of the, out of the equation. If you're using Merit on your lawn, using the least amount you possibly can to take care of the problem you're trying to treat and limiting it, the exposure. So I'm not a fan of broad-based insecticide or fungicide. I don't like spraying just because you have to spray. I'm not I'm I don't have a problem with being preventative. But that being said, in a lawn, we're probably primarily using it as grubs. I'm not a big fan of just broad broadcasting merit everywhere just because you think you might get grubs. I'm more a fan of okay, we have a problem. We have 200 square feet to treat, not 2000. So treat that small area and then stop, okay? It will limit the exposure for the bees. It will limit the exposure for us in our environment, and we've also taken care of the problem. So I always err on the side of science on this, and the science is muddled right now. Now, the same type of, of research and whatnot has been done on diazinon and Dursban, and they have both been banned. So with all products that we get and we use, there is a time frame in which we have to use them before we know the full effect. And I'm not sure if we're there yet. Amiloclopid or Merit is one thing that we use a lot in many different ways. Now, what I do know in most situations and what, with Amiloclopid in particularly, it comes in many different formulations. And Amiloclopid is the trade name for Merit. Merit is the brand name out there for retail customers. 
Amylocloped is something that typically you don't get enough in the blossom to have a problem. Now, I don't know how that relates plant to plant. In a lot of plants, it may not be an issue, but we are having problems with bees. So how do we relate all of these things? I think there could be a problem there, to be perfectly honest, Sean. And that's why I say, you know, we want to use things appropriately at the right time for the right problem, always using it in a situation where you're not being irresponsible. That's my best answer. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more from the Joy Garden on New Talk WLOB. Regular old mulch leaving your plants wanting more? Casella's Organics Nutri-Mulch is a superior mulch for improving any landscape. Made in Maine from aged native bark and earth-life compost, its dark color and rich texture are ideal for perennials, ornamentals, trees, and shrubs. Earth-Life Nutri-Mulch is nutrient-stabilized with compost so the bark doesn't compete with plants for nutrients. Visit CaselaOrganics.com or call 800-4-COMPOST for a source near you. Summer is here, and it's time to celebrate with cookouts, parties, and get-togethers. Astorbrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, and Kennebunk is kicking off the season with a summer celebration event to help make your home look its very best. All trees, shrubs, roses, perennials, and ground covers are now 20% off through July 7th. Beautiful plants at a fraction of the price? Now that's something to celebrate. To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. Summer is here, and it's time to celebrate with cookouts, parties, and get-togethers. Estabrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, and Kennebunk is kicking off the season with a summer celebration event to help make your home look its very best. All trees, shrubs, roses, perennials, and ground covers are now 20% off through July 7th, so it's a great time to spruce up your yard before summer visitors arrive. Beautiful plants at a fraction of the price? Now that's something to celebrate. To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. Whether it's a grand gathering or just a few friends stopping by, Mainers love to open their homes to friends and family during the summer. Roll out the welcome mat by dressing up your home with containers overflowing with summer blooms from Estabrooks. Every hanging basket and patio pot is now on sale for just $20 a piece at Estabrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, and Kennebunk. Big or small, a single color or many. Choose your favorites and pay just $20 a piece. To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. Welcome back to The Joy of Gardening by Estabrook. I'm Tom Estabrook, wrapping up another week here. Just a few more minutes. If you have a question, quickly call 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. We got a question online here about a customer purchased some David Austin roses and just wants to know how to prune them back so they get better blossoming. And it's quite simple. And this goes back to my great-grandmother, and I can remember as a child, she had a wonderful, wonderful uh, rose garden. Uh, I actually purchased my first home was their home. So uh, I I still own the house. We rent it uh, at this point. But uh, it's a wonderful old, old 1800s house, uh, right set in Yarmouth, right in the village. And uh, she had beautiful rose gardens. And unfortunately, as she got older, the rose gardens kind of didn't have the maintenance and whatnot and kind of 
moved on. Uh, I did not reenact those rose gardens because I'm working all the time. And roses do take a fair amount of work. So David Austin roses, absolutely fabulous rose bushes. I love their line of plants. But here's my take. Be proactive and always cut back to a minimum of five leaflet. Okay, and I know that doesn't make any sense to anyone out there. Five leaflet, what the heck is that? Okay, so when you look at the leaves that come off the stems, there will be three leaves on a little branch that comes off. There'll be five leaves. There may be seven. There may be nine. Always go back to the second five leaflet or higher. So if you go down the stem, you will see a leaf, and it will have three little leaflets. Then you go down, and you'll see one that might have five. We go to the second five leaflet or higher. I typically look for a seven leaflet, okay? That makes the plant stockier. You get more blooms. You end up also getting a much more well-balanced plant. So taking off those larger stalks, you get a much more robust plant, and you tend to have more blossoms periodically. Now, with David Austin roses, they do have Japanese beetle issues. So be proactive in pruning them. Use them in a vase if you need to. That way you'll have to do less, less, less spraying. So that leads me into, we're going to finish up the show here today. And uh, my tip of the week is, it's 4th of July. Plan early. Get the house squared away so you can enjoy yourself. We are open on the 4th of July, okay? And you can use our coupon. Now, I hope you're getting our newsletter at estabrooksonline.com. This week, we have one perennial 50% off, an Estabrooks perennial that we've grown. Okay, 50% off coupon. So go to our website, sign up for the newsletter, and you'll get a 50% off coupon for that plant. You can also get it in store by just mentioning you heard it on the radio show. Any one of our three stores, just mention it, and they'll give you the discount on the plant. Okay, so ask my staff for details. But the one thing is 4th of July, okay? It's a great time of year. It really, to me, is the kickoff of summer. It's the time when I start to get a little bit more time off. Um, Me and my brother have been working a lot along with the rest of my family, and now it's time to take a little breather. But what I want to make sure you understand is we planted mums yesterday. We stuck poinsettia cuttings this week. Things are happening in the garden center. We're always a season ahead. We're planning for the future. We have beautiful hanging baskets and other things that we just potted two weeks ago. We're going to have plenty of fresh things coming on that are going to look beautiful to fill in all those holes that you might have throughout the summer. It's always important that you're successful to us. It's always important that you have outlets to get your questions answered. Don't hesitate to call the show. Definitely don't hesitate to submit those questions on our website. And please, never hesitate to come visit us at our stores. Our staff is wonderful. We had an absolutely great compliment, you know, by a customer emailed us and just wanted to tell us how wonderful our Kennebunk crew was this week to her and what a great situation she had there and really helpful and can't wait to come back and do some more shopping. We hear this time and time again. It's always great to get negative feedback. It's always wonderful 
to get positive feedback also. So if you have a great experience, post it on our Facebook page. You know, send us an email. It's great. It really pumps up our staff. And without our staff, our business would be nothing. We have a wonderful staff in all three stores. They do a great job. They work extremely hard for us. And every single day, customers award us and tell us that we're doing a great job. So I want to thank you for another great week. Enjoy your Saturday. Looks like a rocky week. Don't forget about those fungicides. And get out there. Enjoy your garden. News Radio. I'm Chris Foster. President Obama talking about trade, foreign policy, and Nelson Mandela at a joint news conference with the current president of South Africa. Fox News Radio's Emily Wither is live in Johannesburg. President Obama paid tribute to Nelson Mandela during the conference.